Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening. Today we're going to talk about failure and how you deal with it. So sit tight and let's get ready to rock. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Okay, so I'm going to be pretty vulnerable right now. And it's kind of scary because thinking about talking about this and uh, the fact that I'm a real estate coach and trainer is a little bit scary. So I have probably had the hardest time in my real estate career in the past 12 months, 18 months. And the reason being is because over the past uh, two years, I've been having a heavy, heavy focus on my coaching uh, program and my teaching other real estate agents. And what I found is that, you know, I mean, I've been so excited and couldn't wait to do it. Just like love, love, love coaching and training. Let me tell you a little little bit of a backstory. So about uh, 18 months ago, I'd say, so I've been having trouble for about 18 months. About 18 months ago, one day I, I just, I had just had it. I mean, I was, you know, we were, we were doing awesome in, in real estate. I sold 154 homes that year and I was trying to, you know, launch my coaching business. And so my, you know, I was basically working two jobs, you know, 40 plus hours a week in real estate, 40 plus hours a week in uh, trying to get the coaching business together. And I realized that I can't do both. I can't launch a, a, a coaching company and do real estate at the same time if I was going to make the coaching company do well. And, and quite frankly, that was absolutely where my passion was. And I remember just one day just being so exhausted and thinking, I just got to do this. I've got to quit being afraid and and just figure out a way to, to still try to maintain my real estate company while coaching. And so I called my brother and I called Kathy. They were working in my company and I was giving buyers uh, to them. And I said, look, I, uh, I need help. I cannot do this on my own. I'm going crazy. I'm seriously about to have a, like a heart attack. And, and, you know, my anxiety was so high and I realized like I had to make a shift. So they came over the next morning and I told them, look at, I want you guys to pretty much be me. I'm going to step out of the real estate company. I'm going to oversee it. I'm going to, you know, still make sure we're all doing the processes. I'm going to still research what's working, what's not, but I can't go on appointments anymore. I can't be in front of sellers anymore. I need you guys to pretty much become Krista. And so I trained them to, you know, be me, to go on the listing appointments, to, to, to generate the business. And quite frankly, then I pretty much was hoping that it would just kind of all work on its own. And unfortunately, <laughs> you can't have a team that you're 100% not, you know, you're not involved with uh, because my passion was so much over with the coaching side and really training real estate agents and lenders and getting them uh, going. And so it's been the roughest year ever. I mean, I've lost, I've had to fire people. I've had people quit. I've had, you know, it was kind of like this revolving door. I've made some really bad decisions on, you know, letting people go when I shouldn't, or I've, I've, you know, quite frankly, 
lost it a few times when um when I should have you know handled myself better as a leader and looking back you know obviously if you're a leader of any company anything that goes wrong you really have to take 100% extreme ownership and say okay how could I have done that differently or you know how should I what what could have done done what could I have done better and quite frankly I could have done everything better when it comes to real estate because here I'm thinking what the hell is going on what's wrong with you guys how come you can't do this you know blah 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 and that I was kind of leading them from that standpoint of hey, the leads are coming in and, you know, we should be rocking and rolling and we're doing all this stuff. Like, why aren't you guys doing the numbers that I did when, you know, and that's how I was leading. And and then I am over here in my, my coaching company being a super positive leader, inspiring. And so I'm seeing my coaching company thrive and just take off and we're doing amazing. And as my real estate company, you know, con- was continuing to, to, to drop and the numbers were dropping, the numbers were dropping. And so I had to look at myself and say, wow, I'm failing here on this. And so let's talk about failure. I'll tell you what, I've made so many mistakes over the past year in trying to lead the real estate business without me really being present, right? And quite frankly, if you have a company, you need to be present. You've got to be there. You've got to be the the one that's pushing and that's driving and that's motivating. And when you're not, your team members, that they, you know, my strength is leadership and I wasn't leading. And so I've really had to kind of take a look and and say, wow, you know, I didn't hire them a manager. I didn't hire them a, you know, someone to kind of replace me um, to keep them going, to hold them accountable, to make sure that they show up and all this stuff. And so what was happening was, is that, you know, there's there, my team's telling me I'm working harder than I ever have, you know, my whole life. And then I'm seeing the numbers continue to drop and I'm saying, well, how is that possible? Right? Well, it's possible because I was not present. And so, I could look at myself and go, wow, you're a failure, Krista, you know, you're the worst leader ever, you're so terrible, you're blah, blah, blah. And I'll tell you, I had a day that I did do that. <laughs> Monday was that day. Today's, today's Friday. Monday was that day. I got a little bit better on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I said, no more. You know, you've created this amazing coaching business. You're doing, it's doing so well. You're changing lives. You're helping people. You're, you know, you're able to coach them on how to do your systems and processes. But if you're not present and the people that are, that, that are under you, if they're not willing to implement the same systems and processes without you being there, then, you know, that that's, it is what it is. So uh, how am I going to, how am I going to handle this, right? How, what am I going to do now? Where, where do I go from here, right? Well, I continue to lead my coaching business and be present and push and motivate and inspire and lead. And now I just need to do the same thing on the real estate side. So instead of giving up and saying, you know, I'm done. I'm quitting. Because here was the deal. I thought to myself, hey, I've got three choices. I can shut it down and just focus on coaching. That's number one, which is crazy to do, I think, because I've, you know, been in the business for 18 years, have this great name, this great reputation. Everyone loves us, you know, in the community. They know us. We have an exceptional marketing plan that no one can even come close to or compete with. So it wouldn't be the smartest thing to let that go. That's what my mind is telling me. Number two is to have my team members change, right? And for me to also change within that change as far as being there a little bit more, holding them accountable, having more meetings, setting expectations, giving them specific objections, I'm sorry, specific items to do, and then making sure that they're doing them, right? That's number two. Or number three would be to get new people uh, in replacement of them that were willing to do the things that I need them to do. So basically, I came to the conclusion that I want to keep uh, 
the real estate company open. Number one, it helps me with my coaching. I want to say, you know, it makes me more relevant. I know exactly what's what's happening. I we can test everything. We can, you know, I want to have my my finger on the cutting pulse and edge of what's happening in the real estate industry. Now, does that mean I'm still going to be able to sell 150 homes, 170 homes without me being there? Probably not without me being involved. Does that mean I need to be okay with this year? We'll probably sell 90. Probably I should be okay, right? We're still doing well. I mean, I mean, it makes sense that for me stepping out, that you know, drastic like like I have over the past year and a half, that the numbers would probably shift a little bit, and that we're going to go through some growing pains. So, am I giving up? Right, failing over the past eighteen months, I mean, month after month after month, making mis- huge mistakes as a leader, feeling bad about them. It's almost like I'm two people. I feel like sometimes I'm this amazing coach, this inspirer, who's not only you know doing a great job training and teaching and coaching agents and lenders across the country, but I'm also inspiring and being an awesome leader to my to my team. And then there's this other person that's like the bad wolf, the bad person that's just doing it completely the opposite, not inspiring, not leading, demotivating, at times probably even, you know, putting people down and not even realizing it. And I realize, hey, not only do they have to make a shift, but I have to make a shift too. So I could give up, right? But I know that right now there's something awesome on the other side of this. Like we're going to continue to explode and do well because it's been so, so hard. I mean, it has been the hardest 18 months as a leader trying to, you know, maintain what I what I was able to do with, with me being present. And quite frankly, part of me has had come to the conclusion like, listen, Krista, you need to to number one, quit being so hard on yourself. Number two, quit being so hard on them. They are not you, even though there's, you know, more people, they're not you, right? And it's not their company. And you can't expect them to want to work as hard and as long and as crazy as you did when you were doing it. And number three, uh, give it some time. Like we just need to keep tweaking and changing and learning and, and, and I'm going to get there. You know, when I, I remember when I went into my, to, into coaching I had so many people tell me, my, you know, my parents, and they love me, and they they're, they support me, right? And they were like, why are you going to go into coaching? You're doing so great, you know, you know, in real estate. Why, you know, people would die to do that, da, da, da. And I said, you know, because I really feel I was, I meant to help other people. I meant to inspire. I, I've got this, I know how to do things differently. You know, I, I've learned a strategy that works, and and I know I can help other people. And we have. We have helped so many people absolutely change and transform their lives. And so I'm great. I'm grateful that I did it. I'm so happy. But my family was a little bit nervous because that was our, our sole, you know, I was the primary breadwinner. And so to my, my husband was a little bit nervous, I think, at times. that Everyone was kind of like, you're going to do what, right? Uh, and thank goodness, you know, after a year of, of coaching and really pushing we took off, it took us a year. So for that first year, not only was my real estate company struggling, right? Because I was putting all my attention and time into coaching. My so so that was struggling and then my coaching business, I mean it was I was getting off the ground. So we didn't start, you know, being profitable for for quite a while. So we're pulling money from the real estate company as as I'm making less, putting it into the coaching company. It was it's been a rough year is my point. And I'm just glad that I didn't give up. Number one, I'm not giving up on the real estate side of it. I can have two companies. I just need to figure out how to manage it better. Number two, I'm glad I didn't give up because the coaching is my passion. I thrive. And my my number one objective is to, you know, create community market leaders across the country who have more financial freedom and time, so much so that they are able to give back to their communities. And so I have this movement that I that I that I'm just so passionate about. But let me tell you something. I have failed a lot of times over the past 18 months. 
in many, many ways as a leader, as a, as a person, you know, as a, as an employer. I mean, I have, and, but I still keep trying and I still keep trying to be better. And there's been a couple of times where my, my team's come to me and said, Hey, look, lately, you know, you've been a little rough or, and I'm like, Hey, you're right. I'm sorry. So I read another book and then I put it on my, you know, on my daily sheet to be the best leader I can and to do the best that I can with everything. And, and I will always strive to do better. Right. And so I want to encourage you to do the same. Look at the situations that you're in, weigh out the pros and cons and don't give up. I mean, I could easily have given up because when I decided to make that change and I kind of got distracted there, sorry, but when I decided to make that change, you know, 18 months ago to, to fully focus on, on coaching, to step out of my, my business at the time, I remember thinking, okay, this could go a couple ways here. I, you know, I, I, I like doing a lot of business in real estate because it shows, it gives me more, more, uh, credibility, credibility, it makes it more relevant. And I knew that by stepping out, most likely, because I mean, you can't, you can't expect to step out of a company 95% and have it still run without you, that my numbers would go down, right? And my fear was, okay, if my numbers go down, are people going to still take me serious in the real estate business and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Krista, just do it, you know, and, and I have. And so now my goal is to work on getting those numbers back up, just so I can be as relevant as possible. But also, I know that, I've been doing this for 18 years. I've gone through every real estate market, whether it was a seller's market, a buyer's market, the the worst real estate market in the you know in the history, um, in, our, in our history, and I was able to thrive. So I do have the tools. I do have the strengths. And whether I'm selling 150 homes or well, I'm whether my team is selling you know 75 without me being present, I know that that it's okay. So it's kind of like this come to Jesus with myself on. Uh, being proud of myself for not giving up, right? Uh, recognizing, being also being proud of myself for recognizing the things that I need to work on and being strong enough to work on them, to make them better and to come out there to be the best leader and the best person that I can be for those that I'm serving. So this is a little bit of a different type of a podcast. And so I hope that it, it makes it somehow hit you in, in a certain way. And just know we all go through stuff all the time, no matter who you're looking at or who you're looking up to and who seems to just have everything going on. Even your leaders and your coaches, they go through problems they're constantly working through, but they don't usually give up. They keep putting one foot in front of the other. They keep striving forward. And so I want to encourage you that as you fail, to look at the positive sides of the failure and to continue to push because if you keep pushing, you won't you won't fail and you you will end up succeeding. So eight, fall down eight times, get up nine, right? Fall down 10 times, get up 11. Just keep getting up. And then once you're up there and you you haven't really fallen for a while, you're still going to fall again. You're still going to fall again. I mean, gosh, last month, our coaching company, we had a $100,000 deficit. Last month, I'm like, wow, that was a big step backwards, right? But this month, I'm going to put two steps forward, right? And I just encourage you to do the same. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. And uh, I hope this made an impact. And as always, make it a super awesome home selling and buying day. And when you do what you love, everyone loves what you do. So I hope you love what you do as well. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? 
Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.